Hey there, my name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com to learn more about how we serve homeschooling families. Also, if you check the link in the show notes below, you can get more information about anything that is mentioned in this episode. I hope you enjoy this episode about homeschooling and parenting, and be sure to check in on Mondays for our episode that is all about mindset. Today, I want to visit with you about another style of homeschooling, and this is project-based learning. So I think project-based learning is an excellent way for children to learn because it includes the three steps to learning that I have outlined on the Homeschool Think Tank blog, and that is to acquire information to practice, play with, or otherwise use the information that you have acquired, and to share information. I truly believe that this is how people learn best. So you acquire information, practice, play with, or otherwise use it, and you share the information. Sharing is pretty important in my mind. So project-based learning is basically doing a project learning from it and sharing that project in some way, hopefully in a way that helps other people. So the Buck Institute defines the following seven project design elements of project-based learning. Number one is to have a challenging problem or question. Number two is to have sustained inquiry. Number three is authenticity. Number four is to have student voice and choice. Number five is reflection. Number six is critique and revision. And number seven is a public product. So I'm going to repeat those one more time. So the seven project design elements of project-based learning are number one, to have a challenging problem or a question. Number two, sustained inquiry. Number three, authenticity. Number four, student voice and choice. Number five, reflection. Number six, critique and revision. And number seven, a public product. So I think an excellent example of project-based learning is what I have done with Homeschool Think Tank. And really what anybody could do around any given interest. And there is no reason that even a child couldn't do something similar to what I've done with Homeschool Think Tank over a period of time. And I'm going, going to give these examples because my daughter wants to start doing some things around reptiles. And the process I have used is in essence the same process she would use. So I had a problem. Well, as you may have heard in the last Mindset Monday episode, I was trying to find a way to make money as a stay-at-home mom, right? And to do that online. And I knew you could make money online, but I had no idea how to do it. So I basically started researching. But I also had another problem in that same time frame of, I wanted to be able to help my oldest daughter publish books and I didn't know how to self-publish. 
So I went on a journey to learn how to self-publish. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've heard bits and pieces of this, and I'm not going to go really deep in this, but I wanted to learn how to publish a book to help my daughter learn how to publish. And that's why I wrote Think Homeschool, Live and Learn Your Way, which is written to help parents decide if homeschooling is the right decision for them. But as a result of that, I created Homeschool Think Tank. So initially, I was trying to help my kiddo publish. But all of these things came together to do all of these things. But I had my own challenges. I had my own problems, my own questions, right? So that was an element of something I needed to know. Now, let's parallel this with my daughter who's really interested in snakes and reptiles. For years, she has been looking up information on snakes and reptiles. And yes, we have a couple of snakes and a gecko. But she has been looking things up and she's actually really knowledgeable because she does so much research around reptiles. I really think she knows as much as probably some experts because of her volunteer work and because of her research that she does and watching very good YouTube channels around reptiles. So she's learned a lot. So she has had sustained inquiry just like I have had with homeschooling. So her niche is what you would call that is reptiles and snakes minus homeschooling. So she has authenticity in her interests around that, right? I have authenticity in my interest around homeschooling and my desire to help other homeschooling families. So even though I'm not a kid, this is still project-based learning. I cannot begin to tell you how much I have learned as a result of starting Homeschool Think Tank. So she's wanting to start her own YouTube channel and potentially a website. So she is reflecting a lot on different things and she's learning a lot from me because I can take the skills that I have learned through Homeschool Think Tank and help her create her own YouTube channel and all the different things she needs to know. But she's doing her own research too. You know, she is a kid. She doesn't necessarily want mom to tell her everything, but that's okay. She's looking this stuff up on her own. But she's reflecting and she's put out a couple of videos here or there and well, has she done the videos or just got the, I think she did one video at one point and she got the picture up. But she's she's been mulling this over for quite a while and talking about different topics that she wants to address and you know like oh videos are needed for this because I've looked and looked and looked for these videos and nobody has one on it. So there is all of that. Now I am further ahead in what I'm doing than she is. So at the critique and revision portion, you may have heard in the past, I have literally over the last couple of years done three episodes around my philosophy of homeschooling because I have evolved that because I'm reflecting. And then I critique my own work by listening to past podcasts and maybe improving that later or looking at various blog posts. And it's so funny because you are generally quite proud of what you've done in the moment, 
But I can tell you, I can look back on past blog posts and just cringe. But I am in the process of revising those and making them better so that I don't cringe when I look at them and so that they are more helpful to parents like you. And this is, of course, a public product. My podcast is very public. The website is very public. All of the different things I do around Homeschool Think Tank are public or they wouldn't help anybody. I could record all day long and have this website up, but if I was the only one who could see it, nobody would be helped. So this is a perfect example of project-based learning. Now, you can do things on a more local, on maybe, I don't know if I want to call it a smaller level, but a more in-person level. Let's say your child loves to paint or do woodworking or bake. I don't know. But maybe your child is taking their baked goods around and selling them or they go set up at a flea market and sell their goods. And so let's just take a baked goods sale and your child has somewhere they want to sell. So maybe their problem is, (laughs) and actually here's my daughter's problem. She loves to bake, but she doesn't want to eat all those baked goods. And I don't want to eat them all either because, well, because I was gaining quite a bit of weight from all of her baking. (laughs) So I'm like, I can't eat all your baked goods, even though they're really yummy. So maybe she wants to bake, but she wants to sell them. And so sustained inquiry would be, well, what am I going to bake? Where would I sell it? How am I going to go about this? There's authenticity there as far as she really does enjoy baking and really does want to sell it. It would be her voice, her choice. And remember that student voice and choice. If mom and dad just say, do this, it's not the same as a kid wanting to do it themselves. And reflection, you know, maybe you do the baking, you go sell, and then you think later about what you could have done better. And so you critique and you revise and you go do it again, but it's a public product. So anyway, these are different ways you can do project-based learning. Um, So some questions that you might ask to help your child get started with project-based learning is what do you care about? And I think as parents, you probably have a pretty good idea about what your kids care about, but it is important to draw that out of them as opposed to you saying, oh, I know you really like snakes and lizards, so you should do X, Y, Z. Or I know you really like to bake, so you should do X, Y, Z. Pull it out of your child what they care about and what do they want to accomplish. So, you know, for kids, a pretty big motivator can be money if they want to make money. Or, you know, like... If your kids really love animals and, you know, my kids both love animals. You may have gathered we have a lot of animals, but they've also volunteered at the animal shelter and my daughter in the past and my daughter's wanting to do that again because she cares about animals. So who do you want to help? She wants to help the animals. It's not necessarily a person, but with her reptile stuff, she's wanting to help other people who want to start maybe get their first snake or get a gecko and help them know how to take care of them properly. And then 
how do you want to get started? And who will you share your project with? So basically, who will you share your project with is who will you help? I really think that's critical with project-based learning is having the desire to actually help somebody else. I think there is more meaning with a project when you want to share it with others and you genuinely want to help people. So I thought you would find this really helpful and I'm going to share with you a couple of things I have been thinking about and I have no actual real offer but here's the deal, if you are interested in either of these things, what you can do is you can book a call with me and you can find the book a call button on our homepage, on our blog, and frequently wherever I'm sending you to in the link that goes with this, but it's always on the homepage at least at this time. Or you can just email me and so you drop down to the bottom of the website and do the contact us and literally just hello at homeschoolthinktank.com. So here's what I've been thinking about. I have been thinking about offering one or both of these things because I absolutely love podcasting, working on my website, and I've learned so much over the last few years. I've been thinking about helping homeschooling moms or dads, it doesn't really matter, start learning how to make money online because I can tell you I have not met very many, actually I've met one in all of my years of homeschooling mom who really didn't need extra money, like they had so much money, truly wealthy. But nearly every other homeschooling parent I've ever met could certainly use a few extra dollars in their bank account. So I've thought about helping other homeschooling parents learn how to make money online because this is a great way to be able to stay home with your kids and make money. And number two, I have thought about helping teenagers learn how to make money online because I know there's all these teenagers out here. I want to be a YouTuber. I want to have a website but they don't really understand how to make money online. And it has taken me a while to get this all figured out. And I can tell you, I can teach somebody else to do this so much faster than I have done it because I have, I've literally spent thousands of dollars on online courses to learn how to do this and done so much homework on my own, listening to podcasts, watching videos, experimenting, but there is definitely a learning curve to making money online. It does not just happen. So if, you know, if you have your, your kid wants to be a YouTuber, they absolutely can make money on YouTube, but you have to know how to do it. And I'm not a YouTube expert, but I have enough knowledge. And if you ever go to the YouTube channel right now, it honestly stinks. That will get better over time. But sometimes when you're starting something, you have to decide where are my priorities. And my biggest priority is my podcast. And that shows because we have over 50 countries listening to this podcast now. So thank you so much for listening all around the world. It's amazing. But you have to choose your priorities and focus on one or two things at a time and then expand, right? So I've been thinking about doing this. If you or your teenage kids, I'm not really interested in teaching 
kids under, say, 12. But you or your 13 and up kids are interested in learning how to make money online or grow something you're already start, you've already started, book a call with me and we can talk about it. Or shoot me an email, hello at homeschoolthinktank.com. So that is all I have for this week. I wanted to share project-based learning with you, the style of homeschooling, because I do think it's a great way for people to learn. If you are interested in learning about other styles of homeschooling, see the link in the show notes below and it will direct you back to the styles of homeschooling article that we have up right now. Later, it might send you right to the project-based learning article that we'll have in the future, but we don't right now. But there will be a link in that to the styles of homeschooling article when we do that separate. So that's it for this week. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie, and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank parenting podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.